Hi listeners, today's episode is a reminder that you can't change your seasons of life, but you can change how prepared you are for them. Success is something you attract by the person you become. Success is something you attract by the person you become. Success is not something you pursue, chase, run after. Success is something you develop, something you become. You attract success. Here's the theme of leadership. To attract attractive people, you must be attractive. To attract skillful people, you must be skillful. To attract committed people, you must be committed. So the whole key to unlock all the treasures, whether it's economic treasures or spiritual treasures, financial, social, personal, every way you can possibly think of, is by your own personal development. What you become is much more valuable than what you get. What you become is much more valuable than what you get. The major question to ask on the job is not what am I getting here? The major question to ask on the job is what am I becoming here? Not what am I getting, what am I becoming? So it's very important what you become because what you become attracts. If you become cynical, you attract cynicism. What you become attracts. So this whole subject of personal development was so vitally important to me. It changed my life. I was a millionaire by age 31, and that was just the economic part of it. it took me six years from age 25 to age 31. It was unbelievable. So. Right country, but a refinement of philosophy is what's important. So let's now talk about personal development. The first subject is called the seasons. An understanding of the seasons to illustrate the total aspect of life. One of the best ways to illustrate for your children or for anyone, life situations is to use the illustration of the seasons. So let's go through it. Here they are, the seasons. Number one, you cannot change the seasons until you get your own planet, right? You can't change the seasons. They're set. All of this has been set in motion. But here's the next piece of information. You can change yourself. You can't change the seasons, but you can change yourself. Life and business is like the changing seasons. Frank Sinatra saying, life is like the seasons. So now let's quickly go through the seasons. This is a whole study in itself. But I can just give you a little outline here, some ideas, and you can take it from there and, and use it in whatever manner that would serve you, as well as to serve your own understanding of, of time, the passing of time. First, Learn how to survive the winter. Speaking of life in its simplest aspect, the first key to learn in your life on the spinning planet is to learn how to survive. Now there's all kinds of winters, right? The winter of the calendar, right? The winter of the actual season. But then there's financial winters and social winters, personal winters. But we understand those because we've all been through them. Barbara Streisand sings, it used to be so natural to talk about forever, but used to be's don't count anymore. 
They just lay on the floor till we sweep them away. You don't sing me love songs. You don't say you need me. And you don't bring me flowers anymore. A winter song. But we know what those lyrics are about. You know, we've been through those experiences. The winters. Now, here's the key on the winters. Some are long and some are short. Some are easy and some are tough. But they always come right after harvest, right after fall, autumn. So we cannot rearrange the coming of the winters. But here's what we could do. Get stronger, wiser, and better so that we can survive better. And our life will be less eroded by learning to handle the next winter. The next winter of a divorce, the next winter of an illness, the next winter of a death in the family, the next winter of a loss financially, the next winter of a, a crisis of whatever kind, to be better equipped. So here's the key to learn the seasons so that you can approach it all in a very intelligent way. For kids, we teach the ant philosophy. The ant philosophy. So for the kids that aren't here, take this home. For the kids that aren't here, the ant philosophy. And here's the little short list on the ant philosophy. Number one, ants never quit. If an ant is headed somewhere and you stop him, he'll start looking for another way. How long will he look? Till he finds it or till he dies. One way or the other, he'll find it. Okay. So that's a good philosophy. Just never quit like an ant. Here's the next part of the ant philosophy. Ants think winter all summer. You got to think negative when it's positive. And not be disillusioned. That's why ants always seem to be in a hurry. Why are they in a hurry? Because they're thinking winter, 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 hurry, hurry, hurry. Get going, go, 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 go. So you must think negative when it's positive. You must think winter when it's summer. Here's some of the best advice. It comes from classic tradition. A great story says, don't build your house on the sand in the summer. Why be given that advice? Because it's easy to get faked out in the summer. Right? Blue sky, fleecy clouds, nice weather. So you build your house on the sand. You say, no, you must not be faked out when it's nice. You must think storm in the summer and not get faked out. And if you think storm, now you'll look for a rock on which to build your house. Now you're going to be safe. So you can't think nice when it's nice. You've got to think storm when it's nice. And if you haven't been through one of those storms, you've got to find somebody and say, have you been through one of those storms? Scare me to death, if you will, please, so I can. So I will not be faked out here and I will keep searching. Right. Not to quickly build on the sand because it's nice to build on a rock because it's not always going to be like this. The seasons are going to come and change. And if you're not educated to that degree, now you suffer a great loss. So the ant thinks winter in the summer. Now here's the next philosophy. I'm sure the ant thinks summer in the winter. The time to think positive is when it's negative. Why? Because the negative won't last long. How long is the winter? Isn't that long? So the ant thinks summer in the winter. This won't last long. We'll soon be out of here. 
Just hang on. It's not going to take that long. How long is the night? It's only a few hours. Come on. There's never been a double night. Couldn't you make it a, a few more hours? And the story says, yes, the, the, the night just can't last. For Sometimes it seems like it's going to last forever. And when you have insomnia, right, it seems like the night will never pass. But I'm telling you, sure enough, it will pass. So learn to think day when it's night. And then you must learn to think night when it's day. An old prophet said, work while it's day, work, work while it's day, because the night's coming. Right? This was before Thomas Edison and the light. You've got to work when it's day, because the night comes when you can't work. Of course, now we can work day and night, but back then, you couldn't work when the night came. So you had to get it going, get it in, before the night came. So, this is a good idea now. Learn to think negative when it's positive. Learn to think storm when there is no storm. Learn to think winter in the summer. But then we must learn to think summer in the winter. We can make it through a few more hours, right? A few more days. It won't be that long. Hang in here. The spring will surely come. Okay. So the winters of life, learn to express those to other people. Help them understand that as well as to try to understand it yourself. Now here's the next season, the spring. Spring is called opportunity. Not a guarantee. It's guaranteed the spring will come, but it's not a guarantee of a harvest. Here's the key. You must do something with the spring. Take advantage of the spring. Read every book you can get your hands on what to do with the springs of your life. Take advantage of the day because the day follows the night. It's an opportunity now to turn things around. It's an opportunity to have a better one than, than the last one. It's an opportunity for a new beginning, a new spring, a new day, a new beginning. In business, we learn to create an artificial spring. Because in an industrialized society, right, it seems like, you know, the seasons just don't mean that much. You know, when you're a farmer out there, they mean everything. But when you're not working on the line, you know, whatever. So sometimes you got to create an artificial spring. We're going to take the next 90 days and we're really going to pour it on. Like if you're in sales, the next 90 days, I'm going to make every contact possible. You just create an artificial spring, next 30 days, next 90 days, right? Bargain with your family. Say, look, I know we were going to do some things the next 90 days, but if you'll postpone those for me, I'll really pay back because I want to use this now as a springtime to go for it, go for it, go for it. So spring is the, is the chance to take advantage of a, another opportunity. The day follows the night. It is a promise, but you must take advantage, do something with it. Now, here's what you must do in the spring. It's a very short season, usually. You must hurry. You wouldn't ask a farmer to go bowling in the spring. He hasn't got time. Why? The season is too short. The planting season is too short. You've got to get it done fairly quickly. And life at its longest is short. The Beatles wrote, life is very short. Which is true. My father lived to be 93, but it seemed to be very short. It didn't seem that long. So life is short. For um, John Lennon, it was extra short. For Michael Landon, life was extra short. For my mentor, died at age 49, that's extra short. But life at the longest is short. So you must learn to appreciate opportunity and take advantage of it while it's day, while it's time. 
Now, we call spring a window of opportunity. If you have a chance to talk to someone, the window's open. It may not stay open very long, so take advantage. Don't hesitate. Meet a new friend. Talk to somebody while the window's open. Now, here's the season for everybody to understand because it is so applicable to our life, and that's the season of summer. Two things we must do in the summer. Nourish our values and protect. Nourish like a mother, protect like a father. The twin challenges in the summertime help to illustrate life, that we are confronted with both good and evil. Is that the way it should be? You've got to ask somebody a little higher up than me. We could get into a, probably a pretty great debate. Would there be good without evil? Here's the best, best answer I've got in our finite position at the moment. Here's the best answer. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like it takes the contrast to make a scenario, to make an adventure. Now, remember, we didn't set it up. So, But here, here's what seems to be the setup. Opposites in conflict. That seems to be the setup for a human adventure. One contesting against the other. Vying for the territory. Would there be light without darkness? We probably wouldn't call it light. What gives us the value of one is the contrast of the other. But darkness is always trying to move in and take all the territory. But if you turn on the light, its energy starts to repel darkness. Darkness begins to move away, move away. And the, the brighter the light, the further away the darkness must move. If you walk into a dark room and turn on the light, the darkness is what? Gone. But here's the point to remember, not very far. The darkness seems to be, yes, it's gone, but it, it's waiting. Waiting for its chance that if energy, light loses its energy, darkness has a chance not to move back in. Here's one of the, the better realistic illustrations, and that's health and illness at odds in your body. Illness trying its best to drive health into a small corner and occupy the territory. And health trying what? To push illness into a small corner. There's this contest going on. Who's going to occupy the territory? If one stays strong, the other's diminished. If the other gains in power, then the other is diminished. Okay. So what you must learn to do is cooperate with the positive side of everything in your body and your life. Sometimes we sabotage our own best interest. The body needs a banana, you send it a Coca-Cola. And the body says, what is the deal here? I'm, I'm health trying to drive illness into a small corner. I ordered a banana, you send me a Coca-Cola. So the body could rightfully say what? Whose side are you on? Give us a break here. We need every tool we can get to keep illness at bay. Because if we get weak, I'm telling you, it moves in, moves in, moves in, takes the territory. So we're in the middle of this contest. And here's what it's called. Opposites in conflict. Here's one of the bigger conflicts. Liberty and tyranny. Liberty is the absence of tyranny. But even though tyranny is, is conquered, it, it's not very far away. The same goes on in your bloodstream. Red corpuscles to nourish like a mother and give life. White corpuscles to fight and kill like a father. 
white corpuscles say, just show me some infection, I'll kill it. If I don't kill it, what? It killed you, somebody's gonna get killed. In this contest, right? Good, evil, liberty, tyranny, right? Health, illness, winning and losing, right? There's, a, there's the struggle going on. But here's the key. It's the only way, it seems, it's the only way to create a human adventure. There doesn't seem to be any other way currently, currently. Now, some speak of a new heaven and a new earth, and maybe the whole arrangement will be different. Could very well be, but in this current experience, it seems like to create an adventure, to create a unique human scenario, we need opposites in conflict. And that's the deal. Thank God for white corpuscles that think negative all day. Liberty and tyranny in a contest. And it's the only way to have a civilized society. Tyranny cannot be rehabilitated. Tyranny can only be restrained. Right, to contain so that liberty would have a chance. The citizens of the world would have a chance, that the world would have a better chance. And we've got to fight these skirmishes. We've been fighting them forever. We've got to fight them forever. Whether they're inside your own body or whether they're in politics, no matter where they are, we must play this game. We must fight this game. But here's what it creates, a great adventure. Let me give you the ultimate now. Could you win if you couldn't lose? And the answer is no, it doesn't seem like it. You, you couldn't call it winning. You can't win if you couldn't lose. So that's the deal now. Negative, positive. Would there be negative, uh, positive without negative? No, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like this is the current setup, you know, for the foreseeable future. It looks like it's been that way as long as we can remember and as long as the history tells us. So here's what you want to do if you want the adventure. You must learn to play this game to work with all the positive forces to defeat the negative forces as early and as soon and as much as possible. To contain the ravages of disease that want to take you early. You got to fight back. You can't just leave it. Somebody says, well, I got my fingers crossed. Not a good philosophy. You got to take your vitamins. You got to do the stuff. You got to do the deal. Jump on the positive side of whatever you want and see if you can't help out in this warfare and this push-shove match. That's the key. So in the summer, here's what you must do. Nourish the plants and the garden. Nourish your values like a mother. Give life. Whatever you start now, you must nourish it and give it life. Don't neglect a new life if you've started a new life. What if you said to a brand new mother, where is your baby? She says, I have no idea. You would say, no, that isn't right. If you start a new life, you must care for it. You must protect it. You must give it life, give it nourishment. Now, here's the other part. You must protect it like a father. That's why the old wise man said, we must learn to love and hate. So underline that. You must learn to love and hate. And the illustration he used was, you must learn to love good and hate evil to deal with the weeds in your garden. You got to hate weeds. You got to hate them enough to what? Kill them. You can't say, well, poor weeds. Say, no, this ain't the deal, poor weeds. Don't go soft on this stuff now. You got to hate evil. You got to hate the weeds that are out to destroy your garden and rob your children of the nourishment they deserve. So here's the deal. Love like a mother, hate like a father. 
And here's the rest of it. Give life like a mother and take life like a father. You've got to take the life of the weeds or they will take the life of your garden. Somebody's going to get killed. Remember? So you must be like a father. Any father would say to whatever threatens his family, take three more steps toward this family, you'll cease to exist. I'm father. I kill. So send out the warnings. Send out the signals. Both mother and father reside here. Mother nourishes and father gives protection. And yes, it's possible to love like a father and hate like a mother, just so you get both done. In fact, nothing more dangerous than an angry mother, especially in the animal kingdom. Mess with mama bear's cubs? If you're a threat to her cubs, she'll kill you. That's that female mother instinct. Kill first, talk later. Okay, you got that now? It's good advice. So... Learn the good evil. Summer time. Now here's the greatest battle in the mind. Here's what you must not become in the summer in your mind. A victim of yourself. What is that insidious voice inside your own head that says, you're too short, it'll never work for you. You're too tall, right? It's over for you, right? It's never worked for you before. What gives you any idea that it'll work for you now? You've never been able to rise up and take charge of your life. What makes you think you can do it now? There's going to be too many obstacles out there. You'll never overcome them all. What is that insidious voice? It's the same game going on inside your head that's going on in the world. Liberty and tyranny in a push-shove match. And here's what you've got to do. Cooperate with the positive side of your life and let faith drive out doubt. Right? Let winning drive out losing. Let positive drive out negative. But you've got to get into the contest. And why get into the contest? Because that's how you create an adventure. There is no other way. It takes both. You've got to learn to laugh, yes, but that's not what the wise men only said. You can't just learn to laugh and keep on laughing. No, that's silly. It says there's also a time to cry. You've got to learn to both laugh and cry. Then it said you must be so sophisticated as not to laugh when it's time to cry. Then it further says, you must learn to laugh with those that laugh and learn to cry with those that cry. That now gives you an understanding of what life is all about. Sadness and joy, the contest, the difference. And yet it creates the adventure. What if you went to listen to the symphony orchestra and the symphony only played little happy high notes all evening, just little pleasant happy high notes? How much of that could you take? Don't you want to hear the crash of the cymbals that scares you to death? Don't you want to hear the, the minor key of the music that shows you the tragedy as well as the triumph? And the answer is yes, play me the whole orchestra. I can handle it because that's what life is all about. Positive, negative. What if the minister only prayed happy prayers every Sunday? How much of that could you take? Happy, happy, every Sunday, every Sunday, happy, happy. How much, how much could you take? Who's going to pray angry prayers? Who's going to pray frustrated prayers? Who's going to weep in public for the lost children? It takes both. You've got to weep with those that weep and laugh with those that laugh. You've got to have this full understanding of the game. You've got to understand the highs and the lows, the tragedy and the triumph. Most of the music of the world is written in the minor key, the key of pathos and sadness and mystery and wonder. 
You can't eliminate that from your life. It takes both to create an adventure. But here's the adventure to overcome the evil, to put evil in its place. Just like in your mind, you've got to stand guard at the door of your mind and see if you can't suppress, see if you can't do battle with the negative forces. Don't become a victim of yourself. Beware of the thief on the street that's after your purse, but also beware of the thief in your mind that's after your promise. And see if you can't engage in this mental contest and win the day. That's the summer. Now here's one more season, and that's the season of harvest. Here's the key to remember harvest time. In due season, in due time, when it's time. And part of this is to develop the patience so that when it's time, it will come. But you cannot be impatient. Patience is part of the game here. You can't plant the seed and two or three days later dig around and say, where's my crop, where's my crop? Say, no, come on, that's foolish. We'll take you away to some safe place. This, you got to plant and what? You got to plant and wait and exercise patience. And then when it comes time, you give it nourishment and you give it care and you give it protection. And then you got to wait some more and you got to wait some more and you got to wait some more. But here's what it says. In due time, in due season, when it's ready, when it's time for you, whatever it is, financially, socially, personally, economically, whatever the time, when it's time, your harvest will come. The old wise man said what? Run the race and the prize will be yours if you don't faint. And sometimes in the summer, it's easy when the sun is hot to faint, to spend less time. But if you faint not, if you're there ready after this activity of summer, do the summer work. Just make the little note, do the work of summer, nourishing, protecting, whether it's family, whether it's business, the work of summer. 